Celebrate the 4th of July from the comfort of home and save on must-haves during Kohl's Friends and Family Sale. This Thursday through Sunday, take an extra 20% off festive tops for the family, patio furniture, and get 10% off outdoor toys. Plus, get Kohl's cash. Plus, limited contact store drive-up. Shop Kohl's and Kohl's.com. Offers valid June 25th through 28th. 20% off with promo code FAMILYSHOP. 10% off toys, offers, and coupons do not apply. Select styles. Some exclusions apply. See store or Kohl's.com for details. Celebrate the 4th of July from the comfort of home and save on must-haves during Kohl's Friends and Family Sale. This Thursday through Sunday, take an extra 20% off festive tops for the family, patio furniture, and get 10% off outdoor toys. Plus, get Kohl's cash. Plus, limited contact store drive-up. Shop Kohl's and Kohl's.com. Offers valid June 25th through 28th. 20% off with promo code FAMILYSHOP. 10% off toys, offers, and coupons do not apply. Select styles. Some exclusions apply. See store or Kohl's.com for details. Dave Stevens, Dave Sterling, I'm Tony Pervenanzi. We're coming to you today from LaDonna, uh, I'm going to screw this up. LaDonna Cerveceria. Cerveceria, yes, yes. It is one of the hardest um, breweries we've been to in terms of saying the name. Yeah, other I, than Oudipils. Oudipils was, yeah. yeah. In my opinion, that was the hardest one. Yeah. I think you can simplify it just by thinking Cerveza. Cerveceria. And Adaria. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah essentially how you'd say it, Cerveceria. Yeah. I, I was sitting in the, in the Jeep, actually, before you guys got here and I had Google Translate up yeah and I was having it pronounce it over and over because I was like okay I mean I, this shouldn't be that difficult no it shouldn't be and it's not that difficult it's not the vowels are just that much different I said it numerous times and of course I go to say it on the podcast and I screw it up yeah. and we and we so, had, we had Tony and I had shared a ride down here we yeah. were practicing our pronunciation kind of yeah. like Ron Burgundy style of yeah. 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 of course I screwed up and the one actually I'm most probably guilty of is I, I just I just want to say LaDonna but I think yeah. it's more like it's done yeah done yeah yeah with a little so um, like our beers are yes. yes. yeah in there so uh, I want to thank Sergio once again uh, for letting us come out here giving us the stage um, there are not a lot of people here yet and i think that is due to the fact that it's flipping cold outside boys. and it opened up just and it just opened. Yeah. yeah we were the but first people it also is very cold we're going to set a record for the coldest march day ever um which is fantastic um we uh we're having beers right now uh, sergio gave us a couple beers i'm doing the el rey which is their uh which is their ipa and uh again like all the ips i've had before it, you can't beat an ipa from most of these uh microbreweries Oh yeah, they yeah. just—they make them fantastic. So agreed. Um, Sterling, what'd you get? So I've got the Sueños. It's a brown ale. Uh, you know, I, I like this. It's Patagonian. Oh, malts. Mm. I mean, so there's the European and American too, but it—I don't think I've ever had a beer with uh, South American malts. Yeah, I. Never heard of it. Can't right, say wait, I have. Patagonia's yeah. in South America, or is it Latin America? It's very South America. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, what I yeah, thought. Yeah. Um, I should know that as a hiker. No Patagonia. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it's. I'm, I'm going to get a growler of this. There you go. It's oh, fantastic. Right. There you go. Okay. It's probably one of the best brown ales I've had. Nice. 
Yeah, and then so I can basically piggyback right off your description of the beer because I had essentially had the Sueños as well, only mine was infused with coffee, so it's actually called Sueños de Café. And actually the interesting thing about it is it is the same beer as the Sueños, the brown ale, and then it's actually... They actually use Minneapolis-based uh, up coffee roasters oh, nice. for their, yeah. for their mm-hmm. coffee, yeah. and I, I love the coffee blends. I know I've talked about it, I think before where you know one of my favorites is the is up from Duluth. It's Bent Paddle, their okay. cold yeah. press. But mm-hmm. this is this this I feel is not as um, coffee heavy. Okay, so maybe you're not a big coffee fan. Regardless, I think it's worth a try. It's it's very well, good. you know, and to piggyback that up coffee, they're fantastic. Okay. I've had a few. I've um, heard of them. I think I've maybe had two bags of their stuff, mm-hmm. and it was uh, it was a rum infused, ooh, and a uh, I want to say it was a whiskey infused. Now, how do they make coffee infused with rum? Do they like instead of watering it with water? Do they water the coffee uh, plants with they, the they with soak rum? the beans? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, obviously, <laughs> it would be much better if they used rum instead of water. But <laughs> watering with rum. Here you so, go. So does up coffee? Do they have they have are, is it just something you buy in the store? Do they have cafes No, I think around? the only thing you can do is go online. Oh. Um, and they had, I mean, the last time I was online and looked at their stuff, they've got like 30 different blends. Wow. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, so, again, we're out here. They have a mini soccer field um, out here, which is why we came here. I've known about this place coming up. I've seen the announcements, and I saw they, were having, they had a soccer field. And it's a three-on-three soccer field right out back. So they have leagues going on in the summertime. Yeah. Um, I think next year they're going to start a broomball league out there. That's what I so, saw online. Yeah. yeah. So it'll be interesting. I, I really want to come back here in the summertime and do another podcast and see the field and kind of see people playing out there. And, you know, I mean, it's, it's cool for a brewery to have a mini soccer field. At oh, yeah. 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 And yeah. just looking at it, it's a huge, again, it's a huge space. It looks like they mm-hmm. have garage doors that can open right up to yep. that field. And, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, we you first brought it up earlier this summer, you know, and it, I think that piqued my curiosity. Yeah. I just wanted to see that, especially with our, you know, podcast soccer yeah. base. Yeah, and just like uh, last episode, I've been trying to get some pictures of the brewery mm-hmm. to put on Instagram. So, guys, will, I'll – try to get a picture as much as I can of the uh, the soccer field and the rest of the brewery because it's a cool space um, and we'll get those on Instagram. Yeah. So I want to say you can find Lunacy Podcast on Spreaker, iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, TuneIn. We're also part of the BGN Network, bgn.fm and part of the Minnesota Podcast Network. That is podcastmn.com uh, We also are rebuilding our website. Uh, yeah, lunacypodcast.com, I believe. That's correct. Um, so we have our pictures on there with little bios of ourselves. We, at some point, will have some news stories in there. Of course, all of our events that we're doing, where we're going, where we've been, are all on the on the website right now. Yep. We will have email addresses, so if you guys want to email us, uh, feel free. Um, so, yeah, we're starting that up, too. Yep. So, guys, let's get into last night. Because we all ended up at Finnegan's in Minneapolis to watch the first game of the season for United. Uh, we were there. Uh, it was uh, True North Elite that was their yep. kind of watch party. Uh, there were watch parties all over the Metro yesterday. Uh, every uh, supporters group had a watch party somewhere. Um, the main watch party for the Loons was actually at City Works downtown. The, the official The official one. Um, I know here, uh, Sergio was telling me they had a supporters group. I think it's Minneapolis, uh, uh, a new supporters group. It's a Fist of the North. Fist of the right? North, yeah. And so they were here. 
yeah. um, doing their watch party. Uh, so we were there, uh, and it was a fantastic, fantastic atmosphere. Yeah, I, 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 I don't know, maybe seventy five hundred people. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was it was standing room only, and, yeah. and mm-hmm. that was kind of my concern. Yeah. You know, I, we all kind of got there early enough to mm-hmm. get to grab a seat, right. especially you, David. But uh, yeah, it was it was Way a great, early. great atmosphere, great atmosphere, great beers, and, and that just to and did we bring that up? But True North Elite, yeah, they mm-hmm. hosted the watch party, and that's yeah. where they're gonna that's that's their kind of base for away matches going yeah. forward yes. all season yes. long. Yeah. Um, of course, home matches, they'll be at Dual Citizen. Right. Uh, so we'll, I'm sure we'll be there for a home match or two. Um, but we got the win, guys. Yes. And it yeah. was great to get a win in the first game after watching the last two years, the right. first game of the season, getting losses and, and kind of being down. And how did they go? So obviously the inaugural match back in 2017 was, against Portland, also on the road, yes. ended, ended in a kind of a 5-1. to one. That was a goat it, rodeo. It was never good. No. I think yeah. the highlight was, didn't um, was it Ramirez, didn't he come in late and actually score the lone goal for yes. the Yeah, for yeah. The yeah. Yep. he did. Yeah, I think, so that was the one highlight I remember we took out of that, watching it up at uh, Dave, Dave Buster's, Buster's in Maple yep. Grove. But, and we were the only ones watching it there, remember? Yeah. It was like me and you and Johnny and Jenny and Nels, and I think we were the only ones in the place watching it. Like, nobody nice. else cared. Right. You know? They're like, soccer? Minnesota has a soccer team now? I'm like, yeah, they and, do. Yeah. And then last year, last year uh, the opener was also on the road uh, against San Jose. Mm-hmm. Didn't fare much better. I, the, the finals escaping me at the moment. I think it was 3-2. That sounds right. And we were, we were together watching that one downtown, weren't we, I feel like? Or was that a different match? Mm. It might be. I don't know. I've don't gone remember. somewhere Stairs. with the opener. I've gone somewhere for all the openers, okay. but I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if we were or not. Okay, maybe not. Might have been. I think, um, weren't we at Brits upstairs or something like that? We could have been. Anyways, yeah. 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 But yeah. just, but basically, I guess I would have, what I wanted to bring up over the last couple of years, you know, the, yeah. the season opener has not been well. Well, and not it, been treating us well. Interestingly enough, uh, even in the NASL days, mm-hmm. the season opener has not been good to us. In fact, you have to go all the way back to 2014. Wow! For the last time we won a season opener, that's that's crazy. Yeah. So I so, mean, we don't we, start off too well. No, but not. yesterday is, was a different story. Well, kind of, kind of. I okay. thought it was a broken record. Personally. So <laughs> let's let's talk. Let's get into this game because we were sitting there. We're all excited because True North Elite. They're doing the whole chanting, and we're getting excited, yeah. and we're drinking, and having a good time, meeting new people, and all this stuff. And Dave, what did you say? You said. You wanted the first ten minutes to go smoothly. Exactly. That was. I didn't have a lot of concerns, questions, comments. I mean, it was basically I was excited. That's all. If I could sum it up in one word, mm-hmm. just the excitement of the room, the excitement of the first match. But yeah, basically, I think I mentioned to both you guys. Mm-hmm. Listen, all I want to see is a clean first ten minutes, <laughs> and I think after that, my nerves will be settled a little bit, and we'll just ease into the match. <laughs> ten minutes. That's all I wanted. Which, a clean ten minutes. Speaking of it, it was. I think in the first season in 2017 it was kind of like the first 15 minutes yeah yeah and then last year's maybe like the first 12 minutes yep yeah and now the fact that dave dropped 10 yeah shows that maybe he's a little bit more positive positive about yeah. what we're gonna do but of course but uh dave it, what it happened possibly happen. what happened in minute six dave well, it didn't take long. Like you said, minute six, <laughs> they gave up a set-piece goal. It did. Um, and and just, it was a set-piece. Yeah, right. it was a set-piece. Right. And uh, we, the, the, the atmosphere in, at Finnegan's went from very high to yeah. just dropped. And I think, Sterling, I looked at you and said, seriously, yeah. I, why, why do we have to 
go this way. Can't we have a clean match where we just right. win one or one or two and nil? I mean, come on. Everybody know? was thinking the same yeah. thing. Every you could feel it. I knew. I know. You know, True North Elite. That's why it was fun watching with the, with True North Elite and the supporters group. You know, yep. just to, they they do their best to keep everybody involved. Yeah, they, they immediately the started score. to chant to mm-hmm. try to like get people going. People going in. And then, yeah. and to be fair, I mean, other than the goal, which is kind of a big deal, because now yeah. you're starting out on the road down mm-hmm. a goal. But that first ten minutes, like I was talking about, it was run of play was was actually you know fairly good in the yeah. wilds. Well, you know, in favor the the entire game, run of play was actually decent. I mean, up until the last probably about fifteen minutes, um, we dominated possession. We did. Even if it was occasionally some lateral back passing to just hold possession. Yeah, there was a we, lot of holding. Yeah, we, we still controlled every aspect of that game. Mm-hmm. I think I think the possession yeah, you're right. The first half possession numbers were pretty much staggering. Yeah, I think yeah. it was I think it was close to sixty forty. I think it might have been fifty eight forty two at half. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was, I think, to, to, to take a line from Kendra and Callum calling the game last night, uh, it was not just possession because there was, there was a lot of games last year where we'd look at the stats and we'd say, oh, well, the possession was good, possession was great. But what the, the word that they used to describe it was meaningful possession. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And I think that applies because that's exactly what it was. We parlayed that possession into legitimate chances. Yeah. And, it, you know, the, the cool thing is, I mean, anybody can do this. Uh, Major League Soccer on their website. If you go to the Match Center and you go to the uh, the box score uh, tab, I believe it is, they have the chalkboard. Okay, and so you can literally select a team or select an individual player, and you can do passes, unsuccessful passes, mm-hmm. you know, crosses, all this stuff. And if you just select Minnesota and you just select successful passes, and you see all of our passes. Yeah, it, it was, in my opinion, I would say, seventy-five percent of our passing was meaningful. Meaningful, yep. And it, last year, it was always if you looked at the chalkboard, it was like this U. It was almost a horseshoe. Sure. Where the passing on both flanks was, in, and then right down somewhere mm-hmm. between the our defensive box and the center circle, it was mm-hmm. just like passing back and forth. Yep. yep. Back passes and all. Yep. This. And it it wasn't quite that way, this game. Yeah, and it that's that's positive as as Dave you pointed out. Let's them saying meaningful possession. I completely agree. Yeah. Right. Let's get into that first goal though, and I want to bring this up because giving up that first goal, we talked about this on this podcast. I, I've talked about it numerous times since we got all these new signings and putting new guys on the on the on the pitch. Right. Communication is going to be a big concern in the beginning of this year and that first goal on that set piece there was a communication breakdown it, without a doubt you it could tell you could tell right after the goal scored calvo looked his face looked around at the other his other his teammates going okay which one of you was on this guy which one of you was i supposed to be there were you supposed i mean there was there was confusion yeah, yeah i would agree completely and if you want to play kind of like if you want to play the role of an optimist i mean i think that's something they can go back and look at sure. and, and fix in relatively short order yeah. it yeah. was the first match of the season i think it's something that's completely correctable but and, the, and you know also in the preseason it's not like that back four always played no they i didn't. mean so i don't know 
I mean, I would guess they probably put in 150 minutes together in the mm-hmm. preseason, yeah. maybe. Yeah. So, and I mean, it, those communication issues are going to happen. Yeah. Preseason isn't even about necessarily playing. It's just getting that shape and getting that formation together and understanding what's going on. So even then when they're playing together in the preseason, it's yeah. not like they're working on all those pieces. I just hated to see it six minutes in. Well, no, I'm sorry. I, I, you know, I didn't want to see it six. I, I knew there was going to be problems. Right. But I didn't want to see those problems until we had scored our first goal, yep. and then maybe we were up by one or two, and then communication problems, right. that's okay. Yeah. But in six minutes in, no, it just brings me down. And that's, that's exactly what it was. It was communication. And, I mean, I, 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 look, I went back and looked at it late last night, and, um, you, you know, Manone, he, he, might, he came off of his line a little bit. Yep. And so I'm not placing all the blame on Manone. I'm just saying yeah. that that's part of what you said. It's part, that's part of the communication mm-hmm. that has to occur. Well, and also, uh, Gregus uh, allowed Cornelius to go straight to goal. That's right. Too. So yeah. it's not yeah. like it was just Calvin. No, no, no. Obviously, it was – I can't remember who the goal scorer was now. It was um, – I, I might was put it the pronunciation, but it was uh, Godoy. Godoy, yeah. yeah. Um, Calvo was on Godoy, so – I mean, it looked like, at the initial line, it looked like Godoy was Calvo's man. Yeah. So, I mean, it was Calvo's goal, mm-hmm. but at the same time, Cornelius was there. He went straight on. Yeah. Uh, you know, Manone came off his line. Yes, it was completely just a... And goal. again, I, just to finalize that point, it, it's, it brought everything down, you know, that first goal. But then we move on, boys. Yeah. I mean, we, we're getting pumped up because, you know, that... TNE is there getting right. us all excited. And it, and, and it didn't take long because no. even after that first goal, you I mean, I think I, at least I'm, I don't think it's my, only my opinion, but mm-hmm. they settled into the game. They did. Like we said, they had meaningful possession. Mm-hmm. They were controlling the game, really, right. for mm-hmm. most of the first half, it, yeah, if they not were. all of it. It was that one lapse. One lapse. So yeah. we get into uh, close to halftime, and who was fi- who was fouled in the box? Calvo. So that was Calvo. Calvo was fouled in the box. box. Yeah. So, of course, we get Darwin. Darwin gets, gets PK. the PK, and he, of course, nails it. I mean, it was perfect. It you, was. Yeah, uh, that, n- that no, was goalkeeper, no goalkeeper was going to no. save that. Yeah. However, credit to Vancouver's goalkeeper. He guessed mm-hmm. right. He Well, if you want to call it a guess or reaction, he he had his hand up there. He did. He was close. He was but close. Just the, the pace that Quintero yeah. yeah. put on the ball, it wasn't going to be stopped. So yep. we get that goal from uh, Darwin, and we go into halftime tied up, one-to-one. You know, in it, I – I want to say something about that goal. Um, mm-hmm. First off, I don't quite understand how in the world uh, uh, the Nuwinski got away without a card. Yeah, he didn't get that. a card on that. I mean, it, it was it was cleats directly into Calvo's inner thigh. Yeah, yep. mm-hmm. and it's like if not a yellow, it was. Damn close to a red. Yeah, yeah. right. And right. It, you know, it's it's one of those things. That I I brought it up. I think it, I asked you about the referee if if you knew if this was maybe his first game of the season or something or first game period because it, it, it just seemed like he was. It might have been, and I mean, it, I think it's one of those things. If they had to, if they would have had to have gone back and reviewed that for any particular reason, I think, 
I'm sure that they would have. Well, and it, you know that should have been a reviewable thing. And so and, mm-hmm. and the fact that VAR, I guess VAR can't give a yellow. No. So they must have decided it wasn't, wasn't a red. red. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But so they were like, well, we have to leave I don't, it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I I don't think I. Ha- I mean, I would listen to your argument one way or the. I'm not saying it is your argument, but I, I would listen to a argument saying that that should have been a red card. In my mm-hmm. opinion, it should have been a yellow card. I think there. Yeah. And so not to. I guess if if VAR can't. Give a, yellow, Give a right. yellow, then I guess I'm not whining about not seeing VAR. Right, I, I just think situation. it was crazy that that was not. Because I mean, he, it just seemed he wasn't obvious. It's not like he was directly impeding a goal scoring opportunity at that moment off to the left of the goal. Mm-hmm. Um, however, he it was it was Calvo's touch. Yep, he yep. had very much would be in control of that ball. Yep, to cross it into a chance. So, well, going back, to, let's talk about the referees a little bit here, guys, because there was a lot of. Uh, up and down type of yellow cards that were given out for things and then not yeah, given Ozzie. out for things. Ozzy got, got a yellow when yellow, he didn't even touch didn't the guy. Touch the guy. Yeah. And that was Ike Opara, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Opara now, maybe was that the, now we're talking the first, the first um, are, are you talking about the foul that led to the first goal in the sixth minute? I think that was. Yeah, I think that was where they called the foul on Ozzy, but they... And it, it was, he tripped. He did. And then Opara came in with a it was pretty rough tackle, yeah. but okay. No, yeah. Just to just to correct myself, actually, it made that it wasn't the foul in the sixth minute that led to the goal, but in mm-hmm. the twenty fourth minute, that's when Alonzo was given the yellow yeah. card. And in fact, that was basically the exact same situation as that goal. That's right. what it was. But right. what I wanted to say was, I mean, there was some, of course, there were some fouls that were given to to Loon's players that yeah. were like. What was that all about? Yeah, Romario got a, a yellow yeah, got right a yellow at, the, at the charging s- the keeper when he yeah, fell which over. That was right. <laughs> that's be- ridiculous. That was yeah. right before halftime. It was actually yeah. in the 45th minute plus yeah. two into added yeah. time. And uh, yeah, he he that was not a foul. Yeah, that was there's a foul. no way he could have done anything. He fell. He f- tripped, I think, and mm-hmm. slid, and the keeper was there. I mean, but it was on both sides because there were some plays uh, for the Whitecaps where there were some fouls they gave to us that were kind of. Ticky tacky, yeah, yeah. And then there was a couple of fouls the Whitecaps had on us where it should have been a yellow card. The one against uh, Miguel Ibarra, yeah, that yes. was a dangerous. That was foul. dangerous. Very I mean, bad. that that was yeah. almost red card. It was extremely it late, yeah. and he just put his leg yep. into him. Exactly, yeah. very, the, very late. The ball dangerous. was way past him yeah. by the time he put his leg and up. That they were saying. I mean, it literally cartwheeled him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that's another one I had to go back and watch again. And I mean, they, you know, the Callan Williams made a great point and, and said that. I mean. Uh, a bar is lucky his leg wasn't planted at the time of that yeah. foul. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because if it was, that's that's how you blow out knees. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's exactly how you do it, and that's a dangerous card. At least at least they gave the yellow, but that's another one where, okay, it didn't impede a goal-scoring opportunity, but it's a extremely reckless. But I would, yeah. I would say they gave the yellow, but I was saying it should it was it was borderline red. I yeah, mean, that I mean, was a, a very out-of-control play. Yeah, I mean, if you're, if you're talking about a situation where it's, uh, I mean, you're, you're like, is it reckless? Is it like flagrant? I mean, mm-hmm. obviously that all that stuff gets very subjective. But yeah, considering how late it was, considering how it wasn't even no. really impacting play at all. Nope. I mean, nope. he basically just went in for a foul. Yeah, he did. That's yeah. what he did. And uh, so, like I said, there was a lot of ups and downs with the ref yesterday. And I don't yeah. know, like, was he a new guy? Was yeah, he, you know, I didn't get a ch- chance. Yeah, to we check. haven't checked um, it out, but. Um, it was very kind of wishy-washy yeah. in the, in the play agree. there. So second half, right? Yeah. Got better. Got better. Yeah, it did. I, I thought in my – I think I made a comment um, 
just watching the game, I thought the first half started out, or the second half started out maybe a little bit slow. Mm-hmm. Again, it wasn't, there wasn't anything concerning about it, but it just, it was a little but like wishy-washy. We, but like you guys talked about, there was a lot of passing back and forth. Yeah. Keeping the ball, holding, 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 um, trying to set things up and not getting it. And again, I think that has to do with communication. Right. I think they're holding it because they're thinking, well, this yeah, guy's going to go this way. And, trying you know, to figure things trying out. Trying to figure things yeah. out, which is fine. At least they were holding possession. Right. You know, it wasn't the most exciting time. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know? And, you know, I think uh, the the goal, our second goal in the 65th minute, it was Calvo. Yep. Uh, you know, the the goal was fantastic. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the header Headed low. Mm-hmm. Um, but the buildup to it was was just beautiful. I mean, Romario and Darwin interchanging the way they were. Yep. And, I mean, it, at full speed, center of the park, just going at it. Mm-hmm. And it, Calvo, here he comes, just trailing in. Trailing in, yep. And it, that's, I mean, that's the type of play that you want to see. Well, we want to see it now because we have these new players who yeah. are more talented so now it should open it up for Calvo exactly. to do more of those things. And, it, you know, he's he's always been, you know, anti-left back. He mm-hmm. wants to be a center back. Yep. And it, for me, it's it's kind of like, look, dude, you're you're actually really good. Yeah, you are. At a left back position. Yeah, yes, it, we saw Hopefully it. this game kind of helps yeah. him figure this out. Because, yeah. I mean, aside from his mishap on yeah. that free kick at minute six. Yep. I mean, he he was really good. He yeah, was. I mean, here we are sitting. We're talking about the second goal that he scored with his head, and mm-hmm. he was directly involved in both goals. Up yeah, to this and point. It, yeah. we didn't mm-hmm. even bring up his his kit, his shot off the crossbar. Yeah, in the first which half. which could have been a goal. So I mean, he had he had the PK. He had the shot off the crossbar. He actually has a goal. I mean, this is what you want to see. You want to mm-hmm. see your fullbacks. Getting up front mm-hmm. and causing trouble, and I know we're gonna we're gonna talk about Metnier. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, Metnier. He doesn't show up on the box score. Yeah. you know, especially that's why we're we're talking about Calvo here. But mm-hmm. but yeah, both backs were up, mm-hmm. and that you know they're playing you know the four two three one formation right. that that mm-hmm. Heath has wanted had wanted to play since day one. Essentially, yes, didn't have the people the players to do it. Now he does, now and we're seeing it. We see it mm-hmm. in game one, and then. I, just just to see Calvo and Metnier charging up the mm-hmm. sides, playing very deep into the mm-hmm. box, attacking yeah. front. It was it was and very it, impressive. You know, and it, I think it's interesting because in my notes I have that, and I post. I actually set this as my notes last night. If there's a weak link in this game, it was Schuler. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, and it, even with Schuler, he had he had pretty good passing last night, but a lot of it was was back passes. A lot of it was lateral mm-hmm. passes. Mm-hmm. Um, it seemed like he was drifting way into the center, which yeah. I mean makes sense because that's where he usually plays. He's as an inverted um, inverted winger. He's going to drift center anyway, but it, it him drifting center allows Calvo to move up. Yeah, that's right. And and so on the other side with Metinier and Miguel, those two are just all-around fantastic players. I mean, mm-hmm. they're interchanging, their overlapping runs were just phenomenal. And, um, and it, I mean, that's what we've been missing yeah. for the first two seasons. Yeah, and, and it's just incredible. And, yeah, coming off that point, so 
just help me out a little bit, David, maybe, but like when, when you see that happening, when you see Metnir just bursting up the right side or Calvo on the left coming all the way up, I mean, doesn't that, what, how, what is stopping us or what's helping, say, what's preventing us from being caught in the counterattack? It's, it's how those wingers react. Okay. So as, as I was pointing out with, with Schuler, a lot of his passing was in the center. Interestingly enough, if you look at Ozzy's passing, a lot of his passing was to the right or to the left, so you could see Schuler shifting in and Ozzy shifting out, Calvo shifting up with the, the right side. Mm-hmm. Metnir shifts or moves up, overlapping Miguel, and Miguel kind of shifts in and mm-hmm. back, and he's playing cover. Yep. I mean, that's ultimately now the big thing is stopping myself. The big thing is, is you have your number eight. Gregus, mm-hmm. yes, Gregus, and your number six, Ozzy, mm-hmm. who are providing that defensive cover. Okay, you don't have that like with last year. <laughs> yes, so that's the short yeah, that's, answer there. Yeah, the, we didn't was, have the talent last year. Yeah, I was going to say. I mean, of, of the you know, I don't think any of the new names really disappointed at, at no. all. I would say maybe you brought up number eight and, and Gregus, and and I think um, I think I, he didn't look as sharp as maybe as I was expecting him to be. So. Yeah. Interestingly, I looked at this. He his passing was over ninety percent. Oh, was it? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, maybe. In- um, but you know, that's the that's the negative about being a number eight and number six. A lot of times, you just you're not people don't notice. Yet. Yeah, you don't get noticed, <laughs> and, and which is a good thing. Yeah, yes. because that means the opponent's possessions not getting into that mm-hmm. area of the field, which is actually we don't need to notice. We don't need to notice them for them to have a good game. Yeah. Right, that's and, the way and, it works. And I want to. I did want to bring that up. Just listening to the commentary last night after, after the fact, and, and and I think, I think I can sit here and call him Gregus, but I think I I think they do call him Gregus. 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 Yeah. See, that, that was the negative of last night. We didn't have sound. Yeah. And yeah. I did not rewatch the whole game. I wasn't. Yeah. I wasn't going to bring it up. I didn't catch it. I wasn't going to bring it up in the moment. It's not my watch party i'm not we're, you know we're not trying yeah to you know i no. would bring maybe that question up next time is you know. it, it sounds like it won't be that way next time okay yeah, yeah. yeah. but um, yeah so greg goose greg goose but I, don't i'm sorry in advance if i keep saying gregus because it just rolls off the tongue a little bit easier i'd say so after calvo's goal we're up 2-1 and then we get romario gets yeah. a goal um and i don't i think <laughs> i think that goal so the Calvo well, goal and the Romario goal, I think for both of those, I was up at the bar. I swear, I missed both of those, I think. Well, maybe that was a trick. I think it, so it started out, uh, Darwin Quintero actually stole possession yeah, 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 away yeah. and got it, got it to yeah. Romario. And then I believe, I watched it like four or five times, he bent it into the near post, but mm-hmm. I, I'm fairly sure it was deflected. It, it, yeah. it was deflected off Godoy. Okay. Yeah. okay. Yeah. Off and the goalie. It, off and the what's, what's crazy is, um, I put in my notes that had, so... Where the ball was going, Crepoy, the, the goalkeeper for mm-hmm. Vancouver, he was he was coming out. He he had it. Had it not hit Godoy's foot, yeah, um, which knocked it literally behind Crepo. Yeah, it wouldn't. It would have been saved. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we get that goal. We're up three to one, and we're feeling. This is in the seventieth minute, right? So we're feeling. I, Very good. I, I'm pretty sure I said, uh, you know, to one of my baseball use 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 Sorry to butcher that, but yes. uh, I think I said ball game. Ball yeah, game, yeah. Ball yeah. game. I, that's what I like to say. Because I, I think that when we were up three to one, the way we were playing, the way we were keeping possession, you know, holding it, doing all those things, I was going. I I think we're we're good to go. We have 20 yeah. minutes left, plus you know extra time. 
Um, but then Vancouver comes back in the 81st minute, scores a goal. And again, I mean, it wasn't quite – it was basically a set piece. I yeah. I mean, it was two passes separated yeah, separate, from the set Yeah, You know, and it, it was a, it was it was a set piece goal, correct? Well – it was so. It was a. It was a cor- quick corner. Yep. Uh, to I okay. didn't know who it was, and then it yeah. went yeah. out again towards the midfield, and then in. So yeah. I mean, it was technically set piece, but okay. you could argue it wasn't quite mm-hmm. on the short corner. Uh, short corner, yeah. So I mean, it, it was a communication issue again. again yeah. And yeah. this time it was Boxel and it was Oparo. Mm-hmm. And it, you're going to have that issue. Yeah. I mean, Oparo's a fantastic center back. Yes. But you've got two guys who've never played with each other. Mm-hmm. You're going to have those issues. I, and I would imagine you're going to have those issues probably several games in yet. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it was, it was one of those things where Opara moved forward and left two men for Boxel. Mm-hmm. The problem is, is Boxel didn't even try to do yeah, anything. Yeah, he didn't do anything. So, no. Uh, I mean, it, I, I honestly think that. Had Henry not gotten the goal, mm-hmm. Reese would have gotten the goal. Yeah. Because Boxel couldn't – I mean, even if he did do what he was supposed to do, there still would have been someone there. Yeah, exactly. That was unmarked. Yeah. So, I mean, I – it's set piece. It's a set piece. And we – And it – we've, we've talked about yeah. the set piece thing I on mean, this it, podcast numerous times. constantly last season. Not only our own set pieces, with, which now with uh, Greg Goose or Gregus, whatever you want to say. Yeah. Him now taking the... The corners have the looked better. Corners. The two corners. We had three corners. Yeah. Him doing the corners, just that's, that's going to raise us up a little bit on I that. I think so, yeah. But the set pieces that are against us, again, communication is going to be the key. And yesterday we saw that twice with communication. Yeah. And it, there were even a few unsuccessful set pieces for mm-hmm. Vancouver that were just kind of like... Yeah, a little bit. I don't know. Yeah. So we're still talking about set pieces. <laughs> yeah. And, it, and that's going to happen. I mean, last season, set pieces were a problem because they were just a problem. Yeah, they were. And now this season, early, obviously, mm-hmm. are a problem because they're new players. They're new players, I yeah. Think. yeah. Uh, I mean, there is a chance. We have two common denominators, yeah. Boxel and Calvo. Yeah. So there is a chance that they're just bad at set pieces. They could be, but. Yeah. I think it's it's an area, as you pointed out earlier in the podcast, it's an area that can be easily fixed. Yeah, it can be, yes, if they give a shit to do it, and, yeah. and it should be fixed. And I, I expect it to be fixed. I really yeah. do. There's too much talent now, you know, for, yeah. for those types of things to happen. Way too much Twice, talent, and, really. and 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 talent. Last night, talent was not my issue. It wasn't. Right. It was oh, great no. to watch a team like this, which has a bunch of talent do the things they were doing last night. Yeah. I was very excited. And then, yeah, and then that's, that being said, you just said, so, you know, they gave up the second goal, so now, yeah. it's, now it's all of a sudden it's, a one-goal game. And there's it's not, but the ball game is not over. So and there's speed. nine minutes left. There's Yep, nine minutes left. However, you know, in that last, unlike, you know, last year, I can think of several games off the top of my head, but unlike yeah. last year, they did, for the most part, the Loons did a good job of kind of shutting down. They did. Shutting yeah. down the game. They, they went shut to the, down. They went to the far corner mm-hmm. several times. Mm-hmm. They used up the minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there was just a couple instances where maybe um, Heath wasn't too happy at some kind no. of longer passes attempted by uh, Quintero. Yeah. At least one towards the end of the yeah, game. Yeah, you know, and I, I think that, that last nine minutes was a little sketchy. And then I yep. tweeted out right at the stoppage time. I was like, 
yep. these last four minutes are going to define the season. Yes, yes. Because and we all know we've allowed a lot of late goals. Mm-hmm. And I can think of at least one Twitter user who follows the Lunacy Podcast on Twitter who maybe thought you are being a bit too dramatic with that. With maybe. That, yeah. But I, I think it's true. I, was I, mean, at, yeah. I, I wanted to know when exactly you sent that tweet, and that was... It was, the, it was probably 91 okay. at yeah. that point. Yeah. Um, and it, but I, I think it, I think it's honestly true, and it, it's it's kind of that it, it's a bit over dramatic, but at the same time, it's one of those things where we had a lot of problems with late goals. Yep. And it, being able to be up mm-hmm. and to fight off yeah. an opponent who nine times out of ten, maybe eight times out of ten, you have the lead. You're going to give up a lot of possession. You are. Yeah. I mean the possession shifted significantly in those last 10 minutes. It did. That's right. Yep. Did, you know, it, when we talked, yeah, speaking of possession, just real quick, quick hitter, is that we, I, we mentioned that possession was about 58 to 42 or in that yeah. ballpark. And mm-hmm. then just, just to sum that, your point up, David, it ended 51-50 right. possession. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. And, and so that, to me, it was one of those things where it was, look, I'm, I'm sending out that tweet because mm-hmm. – if we can sit down and we can buckle down and we can hold them, yeah, it's showing we have taken a new step that, as a team, we haven't had before. And we did. Yeah. But the last the extra time was nerve-wracking because sure. they should have called the game— About a minute early. About a minute early. <laughs> yeah. Because there was no way Vancouver—and then they kind of let Vancouver kind of get it back, and I'm going, uh, why aren't you calling the game right now? This is over. You know, so I mean, it was a little nerve wracking at the end there. But are you looking at the tweet right now? <laughs> What's the tweet? <laughs> I can read it if you yeah, want. But no, I just okay. It's it's, it's just credit where credits due. Tim Bergen, one of our uh, friends of the podcast here, a friend of mine. Yeah, friend, friend of yours. Yeah. He uh, his comment. He attached a screenshot of the tweet, which was this form. The next, essentially paraphrasing, the next four minutes will define our season. Um, and he and he he suggested Tim suggested time to attach a breathalyzer to this Twitter account. Oh, geez. So, I mean, wow. but I get I understand exactly what you're saying because yeah. what I started started this by saying was we've seen too many times, specifically last yeah. year, where yeah. Just, and I'm sorry. And, and, and you know the the great thing about Twitter is it's all yeah. hot takes, right? Yeah, it's yeah. hot so takes. It, you you pur- I purposely send out tweets. Yeah. That don't have an explanation. Yeah, you do to get to try to engage people. But and that's you know, exactly and, what it did. so I suppose I could follow it up with an explanation as to what I meant. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Hopefully, somebody will just listen to this podcast. But does I mean I I know Tim a little bit, um, but is Tim a big soccer guy? He is. Yeah, he is he a big soccer. Is, yep. Um, so he should know that watching the last two years of this team, he should know that the end of the games have been. Sometimes it's been goat rodeos. Yeah. And saying that in a game like this where it was 3-2, to two, I mean, yeah, a little over-exaggeration right. on your yeah. part, Sterling. And but that's I, the point of it. That's the point of it. Yeah. But, again, if they gave up that goal. Right. And then we went, you know, and somehow we gave up another goal and we lost. Well, even, well even, yeah. even at that one point, I mean, if we were sitting here right now talking about how like, the Loons got a point on the road, you know, just as a whole. Yeah. Overall, you'd think we'd be okay with that. Yeah. However, when you're up three to one in a game. Yeah. Yes. To give up, you know, to get them within a goal within nine minutes left, you, you get a little bit nervous. And, and it, 
you know, that post-game interview with Adrian Heath would have mm-hmm. been very different yeah, though, right? yeah, had that yeah. been a draw. I yeah. mean, I, I don't think we brought this up. I know we wanted to. We, we, t- we were talking about this is, this is their first road win. Yeah, against a Western Guess, which is amazing. Opponent. I in thought their history I, I didn't MLS. believe I didn't believe you when you talked to me about it in the car. I, so, I didn't believe that. So yeah. when you're telling, I didn't crazy. realize it either. Yeah, yeah. It's it's well, it's it's almost hard to believe. I mean, the record was one nineteen and one against Western Conference. I mean, I guess we road. we beat in Chicago and Orlando, mm-hmm. all Eastern and on the Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's crazy. And you're never going to make the playoffs with a record. No, like that. no. no. So yeah, I mean, you're, if you're so that yeah, never, for, you have an opportunity to, yes. to grab that by the yes. throat and say, yes. no, we're, yes. we're going to take these three points. We're going to win our first game on the road against the Western so, Conference yeah. opponent. So now in October, <laughs> when we beat out Vancouver for Four. a playoff spot, yep. Yep. I'm going to be able to go back to your buddy yes. and be like, hey, it defined our season. Defined <laughs> our season. It did. It very well could be. Yeah. So to close this all up, guys, let's like, a couple quick points here. We win three to two. We get off to a great start to the season. We're excited because if you you listen to this podcast, you know that last year we got to the middle of the season. We're like talking about playoffs, and then it just went off the cliff. Yeah, just and we were talking about well, losses and and to be, to crappy play. We enjoyed talking about the playoffs in June of last year. I'm sure. Well, yeah, and yeah. yeah from did. there, it kind yeah. of went downhill. Yeah. So um, let's talk just a little bit briefly before we go to break here. Let's talk about Darwin yesterday. Yep, and because as I brought up. Uh, to you guys before the podcast, it seemed like last year when we had big wins, Darwin was the catalyst for those wins. Right. Yep. Okay. Either he was scoring three goals or he was getting a lot of assists. Yesterday, he was part of the machine, like I like to say. He right. was a cog in it that everybody played well. He did have the, the PK that he got, yep. and he did have an assist. He had two right. assists, actually. He had two so assists. His box score looks nice with one goal and two assists. But three shots. We weren't talking yesterday about this being. Darwin has to get us to a win. Right. We were talking more about the team as a whole, and he was doing his job as part of the team. Right. And his passing, like we talked about, didn't look as crisp as it was. Yeah, I don't think so. And some of his uh, his footwork. Yeah. There was a couple plays there where last year Darwin would get into a little bit of a box with one or two uh, players, and he'd get out of it. Like right. he would make a move, and he got. Yesterday there was a couple times where. He'd make a move, but they were on him, like, right away. Right. So I don't know if it's rust. It probably it is be, rust. Yeah. But it's nice to see uh, – it's only the first game. It's nice to see Darwin being part of the machine doing right. it and not being the whole team. He can still yeah. be the catalyst, right. but he does and, not need to – And he's playing in the n- – He's playing in the number 10 spot, so he should yeah. be the catalyst. And, and, yeah. and I think he was the catalyst. He was the yeah. catalyst, but he doesn't have to be as – Superstar-y as he was last year. Right, He's still right. going to get his points. Yeah. But I don't think we're going to go into many games this year going, well, Darwin won it for us. It's right. going to be Darwin plus this guy plus this guy all had great games. We're going to yeah. see that this year. And, you know, you know I, think, I think that's a, a big point. You mm-hmm. know, that's why teams have three DPs yeah. instead of one DP. Yeah. That's why teams have three DP. DPs and say three or four other guys that their ro- their uh, roster position is kind of supported by Tam and mm-hmm. and it, they're getting paid more because that's the point you're yeah. supposed to have more than one man show yeah which and is, it, I, I think you're spot on it makes it it makes it exciting I yeah. mean it, it's last year we talked so much about Darwin 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 it got to be a broken record right because he was winning games for us this year this first game I know it's only one game. 
But if this continues, I'm going to be very excited because I'm going to go, every game's going to have a new kind of star. It reminds me of the Twins. Remember when the Piranhas were around, the Twins? Every game there was somebody, it was Punto doing this or somebody else doing that. It was a team effort. Right. They didn't have one guy who was crazy good and, you know, doing that. See, I, w- I would keep the baseball and talk the Brewers. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's kind of how the Brewers are. They've been, mm-hmm. I mean, sure, Christian Yelich has been oh, he's a superstar, yeah. but there were still other pieces that came and did their job. Kane. When they needed to do yeah. their job. And the Brewers, I know the Brewers a little bit. Kane, um, you have, who's that reliever that you guys have, that, uh, that big, tall, white guy with the flowing hair? It's baseball. It's yeah, like yeah, tall, white yeah, guys, yeah. like. Uh, that guy was great. It's so, but what your point is the same thing. I mean, yeah. it's it's you know you want to have a team where everybody is involved. Right. And last night I saw that. I yeah. saw very much that from this team, yeah. and makes me excited. And then even if it doesn't show up on the box score, like a Metonier who mm-hmm. you know it, he exactly. didn't show up on the box score with an assist or goal. However, he had he came tearing down that right side, and he mm-hmm. had a, he had numerous like crosses in, and yeah. they weren't just bullets they were he you know he'd chip them in he'd lob them in and you could see it yeah and you know point that out for instance uh miguel was his passing was in the high 80 percent i mean yeah you know ozzy uh his passing was i think i calculated right at 96 percent yeah um interestingly enough minone's passing was like 32 percent I'm surprised it was that low. I, one thing I did notice from Monona, he didn't have to come up with the huge saves. You know, right. he, yeah. he really didn't have to. But and I it, think one thing was obvious. Sorry, is, is his hands? Mm-hmm. Oh I yeah, mean, yeah. There yeah. was multi, You know, maybe mm-hmm. there were there was a couple shots that maybe weren't quite on goal. But you could see his hands. Well, mm-hmm. and it, the, I pointed out at one point at one time I yelled at you. It was uh, he he grabbed the ball mm-hmm. and he immediately tossed it out. Yes, and it turned into an attack for exactly him. yeah and it's like that we have not had that yeah bobby was terrible at that yeah. and so and his kicks yeah. you know getting it out of the zone right he was booming kicks yeah i mean they're like 70 yards yeah and i was going this is what we need in a goalkeeper right. i'm sorry bobby i mean you made some great plays yeah. but you couldn't get the ball out of your zone to save yeah. your life and it also i should point out i i was taking that calculation off of uh mls's uh off of their uh, chalkboard. Yep. So I'm not sure how they score an unsuccessful pass. Sure, Like, sure. there's a chance that maybe that unsuccessful pass was, it went off a Vancouver player, so yeah. it was unsuccessful. Yeah. But we may still have obtained possession. And those, and those, I think those, from a goalkeeper, those booming kicks, a lot of times it could probably hit a Vancouver player and then... We get right. it back, and that's called unsuccessful right. because it didn't go right to a, yeah. A United so player. I don't I don't know that for sure. Yeah. And it, the big thing is is also it's okay if your goal kick goes sixty yards. It's okay if Vancouver gets it back mm-hmm. because they have sixty yards to get back to goal. Yeah. Where if it's being kicked out of bounds mm-hmm. like forty yards up, mm-hmm. they get a throw in. Yeah. And they're closer to goal. I mean, I think. Those things, in fact, that seventy yarder that I remember you turning around and pointing at me. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember if that actually was completed or not. It probably wasn't. I don't think, but it, it got was. it out of the zone. Yeah. Um, and his, uh, you said that quick pass when he gets it and throws it quick with Bobby. I was like, he get it, and then he'd be like talking to people yeah, and trying yeah. to work things out. I'm going, no, you're giving the defense the guys too much time to kind of yeah. do their thing. Just get it out. Yeah, you can tell that Manone is watching the field, understanding where th- his teammates are. Mm-hmm. And trying to predict, yeah, where we go. Yeah, 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 and that's huge. Yeah. So to close, guys, 
Last night's win was great. Again, we were at Finnegan's with True North Elite, uh, Corey and Zach, right? Zach, yeah. Those guys are great. We talked to them a little bit. Uh, I want to point out uh, Max and his uh, gal, I think it's Gina. I think that's what it was. We talked to last night for an extended period of time. Yep. They sat next to us. Great to talk to you guys. Hope you listen to the podcast. We did not mention Johnny was there. Johnny was there. I didn't. Yes. I forgot to mention that when we were talking about this. Johnny was there sitting with us. The newest uh, member of the True North Elite. The newest member. Yes. He did. He did join True North Elite last night because he wanted the scarf. Right. You know, and he they did. and they then the funny thing was, so he joins it. They had to join online, and then they had his scarves left. Right. So he's mad, but then they found a scarf, and well, then he got and, a scarf. Well, and he went out and bought a scarf. Yeah, 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 yeah. Before they found a scarf. Yeah, yeah. So now so he went home with three scarves. scarves yeah, 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 three yeah, scarves. Yeah, yeah, I remember yeah. trying to take one off. He was of him. he was very into the whole scarf thing. Yes. Yeah, it was it was interesting. I, I mean, I I agree with him. I like this. I like the scarf that he bought. Um, mm-hmm. But seriously, Sarah would kill me if I came home with another scarf. <laughs> I, I came home last night. I was like, "Hey, I got my member scarf," and she's like, "Seriously?" No. She rolled her eyes at me. And I was like, mm-hmm. "I'm cool with one scarf. This is all I need." You know, I don't need to have 15 scarves. Yeah, probably not. I mean, when this one gets a little old, I'll get a new one. But, you know. That's the Cityscape one. The Skittyscape one, yeah. Yeah, I like the one I have, Yeah, this is a good one, yeah. Yeah. Um, But, again, thanks to True North Elite for letting us join them at their little thing at Finnegan's. It was great. All Um, of them were super friendly. Yep, all of them super friendly. Uh, So we're going to take a break, guys. Uh, When we come back, we're going to talk about um, some other uh, soccer stuff. There was a letter to soccer uh, MLS supporters from Don Garber that went out in emails, which I found very interesting. Um, Sterling has a snake story to talk about that has to do with ATMs and snakes, which is going to be interesting. Uh, And we have some other things I think we should probably bring up, uh, uh, a trip that we're going to be taking here uh, in the next couple months. It's not our... our, uh, Secret trip. Secret trip. It's another trip that we're taking. Secret trip, we're not going to talk. We'll talk a little bit about that, but there's another trip we're going to be taking uh, in June that some of our listeners uh, will be very excited to hear about. Um, so we'll be back here uh, from LaDonna. I'm going to say it. LaDonna Cervaceria. There, there you go. Close enough. It's close enough. We'll be back in a couple minutes, guys. Sorry, correct. I'm. Yeah. Nobody would look at you I'm weird, weird for yeah, yeah, that yeah. way. Yeah, we got some uh, more beers uh, from the uh, bar. Uh, I am drinking. I'm trying to remember what it was. The Big Mama, which is a blonde ale. Um, is it good? It's yeah, it's great. I love blonde ales. Blonde ales yeah. are one of my faves. Um, you guys both got the uh, Donna Fria, but infused with what? Serrano peppers. Serrano peppers. Yep. Yep. And how's that going for you guys? It's good. I, I mean, I, I don't know about you, David, but I can definitely taste the pepper. Like, after I take a sip, it's very refreshing. It's a very refreshing kind of light Mexican-style lager beer. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, certainly after I take a sip or two, I, that, that serrano pepper taste is mm-hmm. definitely lingering in my mouth, but not in an overly strong way. Yeah. It, it has a nice taste to it, really. Yeah, I, I was going to say it's it's definitely a Mexican lager. It's not like a Dos Equis or sure, sure. 
or Corona. It's actually tastes good. Yeah. Um, and it, it's it's a little bit more ambery. Sure. Uh, but yeah, that those peppers. I feel in the back of my throat. Yeah. <laughs> my my throat's a little sore from last night. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's like just kind of lingers there. But sure. yeah, I agree with Dave. It's really refreshing, really light. Cause, yeah. Because we didn't. I assume if we had the Dona Fria, it would look more like Tony's kind of a lighter, yeah. lager style yeah. beer. And this is actually, um, you may have seen it in stores, but this this the Dona Fria that we're essentially having infused with serrano peppers. It actually used to be called uh, the Dona Cella. Yeah, which that, was their, their flagship. Was their flagship basically. beer? They first came out in stores, and I want to bring that up because uh, I meeting Sergio for the first time. Uh, I'd seen his face on Facebook. And I said, I think I know this guy because I think two years ago, I was at Haskell's in uh, in Maple Grove where I go to get most of my good beer because I have a huge selection. He was there uh, offering samples of this this beer, and we got to talking a little bit. And he said they were going to open up a brewery in the next couple years, and then it turned out being this place. And then when I met him for the first time, I'm like I swear you were the guy. He's like, yeah, it probably was because in the beginning of this brewery, I was the guy going to all the different liquor stores, giving out samples. Yeah. And I'm cool. pretty sure I bought a six pack that day, and it's 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 good Mexican beer. It's yeah. fantastic, and it's local. You know, yeah, that's the exactly. big thing. Um, so I did want to bring up that tomorrow night here they'll be doing the Wonderwall Dark Cloud Dark Cloud Summit, Summit here. Yep. Uh, so I know they had it. They were supposed to have it earlier, but because right. of the weather, I think it was we had a snowstorm or yeah. something like that. Might have been a combination of combination both. So it's going to be tomorrow night here. Yep. Um, so if you're listening to this podcast, uh, if it's uploaded tomorrow, it'll be tonight. Um, right. If you listen to it, if we upload it on Tuesday, it would have been Yesterday. last night. Yeah. So uh, so it might be worthless. Yeah. What? I wanted to At bring the it same up. Time. Yeah. I may get this uploaded tonight. And then you might get it. And then, yeah. Exactly yeah. right. So, so is, is is that so is that just basically a uh, supporters kind of summit uh, group that Dark Clouds happens to be hosting or um, so I think I think they're discussing like their board member votes yeah they're voting and, they're doing some uh, votes yeah okay so it's yeah. just Dark Clouds it's not yeah it's Dark Clouds yeah so um, so that's that's cool they're doing it here um, I want to bring up uh, Don Garber sent out an email to all of MLS supporters. If you're on, uh, if you're, I think if you have the app or you've ever signed up for MLS. Or bought something. Or bought something. And your email's on there. He sent in an email uh, a couple, it was yesterday, I think. And it was a nice so. email. And I'm not sure if any other commissioners from other major sports in the United States do this because I'm not involved well, with, like, NBA or whatever it is. I mean, I can speak for myself. I mean, I, of the, you know, the major sports that I follow and make purchases and are yeah. involved online, I've never seen an email from, you know, say yeah. an NFL or MLB commissioner. Well, great. I, that's what makes it very interesting is he sends out this email. And, of course, I'm sure he didn't write it. You know, it's just oh, a sure. whatever. But it's a cool thing saying thanks for being a supporter. It's our 24th season, I believe. Um here, Cincinnati's coming in this year. As the 24th club. No, As the no 24th loss. club. Yeah. Uh, the All-Star Game is happening. We've got, you know, all this other stuff going on. It kind of lays out the season a little bit. Yeah. And so um, it's nice. I, it's nice to read that yeah. and kind of give you a kind of a, well, here's an intro to this season. Yeah. You know? And, he, you know, he, and then he kind of ends it by he does talk about the new playoff format. Mm-hmm. The, new, yep, yep, the new playoff sprint, format. Sprint to the MLS Cup is what they call the last three weeks of that mm-hmm. where you're, we're going to single elimination games, you know, which I think will make things yep. more interesting. Yeah, and, I think it should have been that way a long time. Yeah, yeah. But it's, it's like I said, it's an interesting thing to see from a commissioner to send out an email like that, kind of giving you a, 
kind of a here's the season, here's what's going to happen, here's the All Star game. Welcome Cincinnati. Yep. Thanks for being a supporter. Here's a new playoff structure. Again, thanks for being a supporter. And this has been, I think, at the beginning of it, he talks about they had their highest attendance ever last year. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, which isn't surprising yep. because and of, the way he words it is another year of record yeah. attendance. So basically, the attendance at games specifically yeah. are, are just keeps going up. Which isn't surprising because yeah. I mean Atlanta plays in a huge flipping stadium, well, right? Yeah. They so mean, they they're at the top, of course. Yeah. Um, in our stadium, uh, Allianz Field, which. April 13th, we'll be at. April 13th. Um, they, how many? They specifically mentioned Minnesota United yeah. and, and Allianz Field yeah. in the email as well. How many, was it 19th out at that one? 19th, yeah. Okay. So All we're right. actually going to hurt our yes. attendance. Yeah, we are. We yeah. were aver- I think the average from last year was, well, it was over 20. It was 21 20, 20, 22, yeah. 23 in that ballpark. Yeah. So that'll be, that'll be interesting. Well, actually, Cincinnati may offset. Yeah. Because yeah. they have a, I think they can hold 25, 30. So. Okay. But, uh, yeah, it was, I, again, great email from the commissioner. Yeah. Very, made me excited for yesterday. It just got me kind of going yesterday morning, kind of like, yeah. this is the start of the season. I'm excited, yeah. you know. Um, so let's talk about Madison a little well, bit. Do we want to talk about the signing that no one knew about? Well, it's, it, but it's a, it is Madison-related. It's, it's true. It is. Madison. It rolls so right into that. It rolls right into it. So, so we, Dave can talk about that. Yeah, so who did we sign yesterday? Yeah, okay, Dave? so speaking of Madison, but the Loons did sign Ali Naganzi. Mm-hmm. And, uh, again, it's been a bad day for pronunciation. It but is, I think yeah. Ali Naganzi is how I'd pronounce that okay. name. And uh, this was first reported by Andy Greeter, by the way, on okay. Twitter is where I'm looking at it right now. So... Um, but they did they did acquire him um, mm-hmm. and actually but will then directly loan him to Madison. Ford Madison yeah. for the entire 2019 okay. season. And he's so. uh, was 18 years old. That's what yeah, he's so they list him as an 18-year-old Tanzanian defender. Okay. And uh, he was previously playing in the Czech Republic actually in their third tier. So. Whoa. So it's a stretch. You you wow. wonder how you wonder how the scouts find these guys. Yeah, right, yeah. they really do. A third tier Czech team. Yeah, is where he like who was and watching? He's, and he's, who's watching? He's those only games? 18 years old. I mean, so right. he was from he's from Tanzania. Yep. Somehow found himself in the Czech Republic in the third tier, and now has signed with MLS, and is being sent down to Madison to play in Madison, Wisconsin. Right. So he's moved up a pretty much moved up a tier. Yeah, and so now I have to say, this is also something that I think kind of defines our season mm-hmm. because. I, now, you know what? That's going to be my that's going to be my go to line now. So you're saying this, you're saying this signing specifically could define our. We're going to we're going to get a shirt made for you. So it's going to define our season. Yeah, I mean it, it's one of these things where last year everyone probably remembers we signed two players from Africa, mm-hmm. um, Awundu Akoo and um, Franz Panga, mm-hmm. and we immediately threw them into the fire. And took them onto the team. They never acclimated to Minnesota. They never acclimated to Major League Soccer. Nope. To the United States. To anything. And it, they failed. Mm-hmm. Now, here we are. We signed this 18-year-old. I'm not going to try to pronounce his name because it's not even in front of me. Uh, from Tanzania. He did play in the Czech Republic. But we're not just throwing him into the fire. No. We're going to say, all right, let's send him to Madison. Mm-hmm. And he can get some minutes. He can get used to you know, the Midwest, he can get right. used to the United States, he can get used to soccer in the U.S. This kind of thing is what kind of defines who 
what this season is now. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's a it's a realization that we didn't do things right last mm-hmm. year or the year before or maybe even before Major League Soccer. Yeah. And we're fixing things. And the nice thing about it being in Madison is he's right down the road. Right. So we can send guys down there, coaches, whatever. Yeah. Go down there and talk to him, say, how are things going? We have kind of a direct line to him. Yeah. And we're affiliated with Madison, so there's going to be some back and forth. And there's going to be, he's going to get to play with teammates. Yep. From Minnesota. It's not like last year where we were sending guys down to Vegas and, you know, wherever. North Carolina. North Carolina, Pittsburgh, wherever, yeah. where there's no, like, there's really no uh, communication. And yeah. there might have been a communication. But... You're it's not going to get that. It's not an easy communication. Yeah. And you're not sending a guy down there once a week to say how things going. You might send a guy down there once a month. With Madison, it's a drive away, and we can figure out what he's doing over there. Right. You, you know, know, Adrian can hop on his private jet and <laughs> be in the air for 20 no, minutes. No, he doesn't have a private jet. He has the Heathmobile. The Heathmobile. I think it's like the Batmobile, but it's like the Heathmobile. So it's more like a yeah 1970s van. Yeah, no, I'm thinking like he's from England, right? So a mini. So I'm thinking like an Austin Martin, like a James Bond oh, type of like the Heathmobile. Really think- yeah, it's like convertible. Like he hops in and he just like flies around. I, I picture I picture a mini with a Union Jack on it. Yeah, but and- uh, I'm thinking the top. It's got to be a convertible though. It's gotta I, be. I don't. I don't. I don't picture. It's got to be. I don't picture Adrian Heath being I'm, a guy I'm that's got you. his wind, wind going through his hair. Yeah, or, I'm saying it because he's cool. You know, he's Adrian Heath. You know, huh. yeah, the Heathmobile. Yeah, maybe someday we can we can be big enough to have him. Oh, on that'd, our be, that'd be fantastic. We can find out what car would be the Heath Heathmobile. Yeah, that's I want to be like the, the opening question. Well, no, you know what you should do on Twitter. Why don't you put it out there on Twitter on Lewis Podcast? Say, does anybody know what kind of car Adrian Heath drives? Yeah, just randomly. Yeah, I figured it out. I'm sure somebody knows. I mean, he's living here. Do you think you'd be safe and say some kind of like uh, European, like BMW SUV or something? Yeah, probably. Or would you go over the top and say like an Aston Martin? I'm thinking Uh, Aston Martin. He's going to say like an Opal. An Opal. (laughs) I I think the range is pretty big. I really do. I think there could be. I mean, Opals don't even exist. No, no, no. (laughs) No, being in Minnesota, he probably drives a Ford (laughs) F-150. Because everybody drives one around here. (laughs) But anyways, I digress. Uh, back to Madison. Back, back to Madison. Madison. So Madison, we get this guy who's going to Madison. We also have uh, four other players down at Madison. Yeah, we sent so down. So St. Clair is down there. We uh, we sent down Colin Martin, uh, St. Clair, Omsburg, and Carter Manley. But just for the preseason. Uh, well, actually, it no. was just for this week. Just for this week. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. So basically, you know, they were going to be in the roster. Last yeah. night, so yeah, send him down there. Uh, Madison played uh, St. Louis FC okay. uh, from USL Championship, okay. so the top division. Yeah, so mm-hmm. a good team. And then, I mean, St. Louis. St. Louis is a soccer town. They, really they are. are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're always in the always in the talk of maybe an MLS team. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. They, they do. You know, they host some of those. Like, um, what are they? It'd be like. The, um, International Champions yeah. Cup, those mm-hmm. kind of uh, yep. mm-hmm. preseason tournaments mm-hmm. that they have. So there's a lot of supporters down there. Yeah, and so they they did lose. Madison lost. It was a one, one nothing. Zero, yeah. 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 Uh, Manly, Martin, and Augsburg all played. Mm-hmm. And started, actually. And, they oh, started. they started. They were I in the starting line. I read that. Mm-hmm. Those three, yeah. I'm not doing well with my follow of Madison. Um, you know, I, I pulled out a uh, comment from the coach, Daryl Shore, the gaffer, the gaffer. Uh, I don't know if you can call him call him a gaffer. I guess 
<laughs> I call I call Inchy the gaffer because he's English. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah you know, gaffer. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so he he made a comment that all three of them um, adapted well to the system in the very short time. Awesome. Uh, you know, and he he said that you know Madison's weakest link in that game was the final third, mm-hmm. um, which is kind of the important part. Yeah, <laughs> it is. Score goals. No. No. Uh, so, you know, but he said that he felt that it was a uh, positive, positive play leading up to the St. Louis goal. Mm-hmm. I didn't get to see the game or anything, so I yeah. don't know, obviously, yeah, what and, happened and after I, that. Yeah, I didn't watch the game either, but, I mean, the, it sounded like the game started a little on the quiet side from what I'm reading, okay. and uh, the goal wasn't even until the 62nd yeah. minute, so th- there, was a, there was a bunch of time leading up to it. And, it, and then... I just the one other thing was I know we all want to see Dane, you know Dane St Clair in action mm-hmm. as soon as possible, but yeah. uh, like David, I know you've brought up multiple times already. I mean their goalkeeper uh, was it Brian Sylvester. Yeah, he's very talented yeah. in his own right. So yeah, I, I I think honestly I think Sylvester could be on an MLS roster. Sure. So mm-hmm. the fact that I mean not starting, but yeah, um, the fact that he's at Madison makes me think St Clair won't be at Madison. No, but, and. Um, but the funny thing is, so we go into the season with three goalkeepers. I, I would assume. I yeah. mean, that's the, that what I saw from the roster. That's what it's going to be. That yeah. is their roster. And that's their roster. Yeah. And so until Bobby gets shipped out somewhere. Which, and we've had that discussion. We've had that discussion yeah. before. St. Clair is the, it's third. And it concerns me. And, again, we're only – we just started the season. Right. But it concerns me that he is not going to get the minutes that he needs to get. To kind of get yeah. get you know, going, you know. I, I I really think that there's going to be two scenarios. Well, there's three scenarios that could play out. He stays here and sits, yeah. never plays. Um, or it's going to be Bobby sent off. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we've got till May to to move Bobby, and he takes number two. Yep. Or we send him somewhere else. Somewhere else, yeah. Uh, but now the problem is, is the season started. Yeah. So yeah. they have until. I think it's the uh, first week of April, second okay. week of April that USL starts. So they have basically five weeks to figure it out. Yeah. So, and we don't know if there's like talks in the works about Bobby or shipping St. Clair off somewhere. Right. This is all so um, him going on to Madison. More, I think it was more of a kind of just a let's sit you to Madison as the backup, and yeah. you're probably you're not going to play unless the goalkeeper gets injured, but. Right. We'll just send you down there, and you can work a little bit and train a little bit and do some things, and yep. that's that. You know. Yeah, I think so. Um, you know, it, finish off Madison. You know, they've got another game Tuesday against St. Louis University. They've got the kit reveal on Saturday. I'm interested. My dates are right. It's the March 9th. I'm interested to see their kit. So when I you say really kit yet. reveal, are you talking about their home kit, or I what are they playing I think it's in both. Now? Yeah. Okay. Are they, what are they playing in now? Just training jerseys? I think so. Yeah. Okay. And I'm, I'm still waiting on my shirt. Oh. I realized that it said it was delivered between 10 and 12 days. You didn't okay. expedite the shipping, pay an extra? They didn't let me. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I would have, but. Speaking of shirts, I'm going to have to get one because, big announcement, um, we are headed to Madison. This podcast, the Lunacy Podcast, will be in Madison June fifteenth. Well, technically, I guess we'll be in Madison more than June fifteenth. Yeah, we'll be there June fourteenth, fifteenth, fifteenth, and sixteenth. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, um, 
we kind of kind of announced it on Twitter a little bit, and, and the, uh, the flock is helping us find a place. And F- FC Madison has already said, "Hey, you want some people on our on your pod? Yeah, they're Let us know. Yeah. We'll give you a hand." And forgive me, but I mean, does that coincide with a with a Ford at Madison match day? Yes, oh yes, Tucson, course, yeah. FC. Tucson, yeah, okay. which. Coincidentally, is the team the very first team Minnesota United played in the preseason? Yeah, that's right. That's so. right. So we're going to go down there. Uh, we're going to do a podcast from a local brewery. We've got uh, the flock is kind of going to let us know what brewery they're yeah cool with. I, it'll be um, interesting to see what they're going to set up. Yeah. Actually. So we're going to do that. We're going to go to the game. We're going to talk to flock members. We're going to talk yeah. to FC Madison. We're going to have a good time down there. Yeah. All right, it's going to be fun. Uh, I haven't actually been to Madison. I've been through Madison. I've never stopped in Madison. You've never been to Madison? No, wow. I've been through there a couple times. Never stopped. So, I went to Madison. Actually, it might have been the last time I was in Madison. Mm-hmm. It's been a while. Yeah. Uh, 2000. can't even remember if it was 2000, 2001. Yeah, yeah. Uh, went down to see a friend who was going mm-hmm. to school there. Mm-hmm. And uh, Halloween. Oh, Halloween Madison and Madison. Madison. Oh, I've heard stories. Halloween. I've heard stories. Yeah, I haven't. Uh, Needless to say, I was within throwing distance of tear gas. Oh, really? Yeah. That was, that was pretty, that was, a, I'd like to say, exciting. I bet. It was, it was scary. Scary. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Scary. I'll, I'll tell you what. I, I mean, I, I'm looking. I'd be looking forward to it. And I just kind of want to see. The last time I stayed in, I, of course, I go through there all the time or near there through work and whatnot. But the last time I actually stayed in Madison was back in uh, 2014. I went out there for a Gophers football oh. game against Ooh, the Badgers. And uh, let me just say, I hope the uh, the atmosphere at the Ford Madison is a little more welcoming. Um, because uh, as yeah. a Gophers fan, they did not treat us too well, well I'll tell you that. But I think we're going to be more welcome because we're affiliated with Madison. So it's kind of a right. soccer. And it's soccer, dude. Yeah. I mean, uh, Wisconsin doesn't have a major yeah. league soccer well, and, team. And, and I, yeah, yeah so. and the difference is we, we will, we are. Yeah, Madison supporters. Yeah, we are. Of course. Yeah, yeah, we are. We're not, we're not going out there rooting for Tucson. Tucson. No, yeah. we're not. Yeah. Uh, we're, we're totally for uh, FC Madison. So, again, it's going to be great, guys. Um I'm looking for. I'm really looking forward to yeah, it. Yeah, it's going to be a good time. Yeah, growing up in Wisconsin, I've like I said, I, I think it's been 16 years since I've been to Madison. Right. So yeah, I mean it's. I don't get back to Wisconsin much. My parents would probably say not nearly as much as I should. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so it'll be good to get back to the motherland. I guess that'd be fatherland. Actually, fatherland. My mom's not from it. Yeah, yeah. My mom's not from Wisconsin. Yeah. So back to the fatherland and yeah. uh, you know, enjoy Wisconsin and. Yeah, and I think that uh, if this goes well, we'll probably try to make it an annual yeah. trip. I mean, I I mean, I think uh, even if the affiliation stops, yeah, it would still be cool to have that. Oh, game. sure, yeah. yeah. I, the affiliation stops, I think we'd still be uh, big uh, Madison supporters. Yeah, because they're so close. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it'll be. And it's good to support local ish mm-hmm. soccer. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah. So we're heading there. Um, we are. We do have our super secret trip, yes. which we are doing. Um, I will not uh, say we're going for that yet. Uh, Johnny uh, spilled the beans last night to somebody. Yeah. At TNA. I was sorry, Johnny. I'm just giving you shit. You didn't spill the beans, really. I mean, it's she only she heard you. I don't think she even. Yeah. Yeah. She doesn't know. And you um, know, if I can give a story about one time when I was there. Sure. Go ahead. So 
I will say, I actually, I've got a couple stories, so I'll give this one. So a buddy in mine, of mine and I went to a game there. Yeah. And I had a brand new vehicle. Mm. Okay. And so we we drove down down yeah, down safe. Yeah, down yeah, safe. Yeah, safe, yeah. Um long drive. You know, it took us forever to get down there. Yeah, no. And it it's nighttime, we're trying to get to the, the hotel. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden up ahead of us, we're on a we're on a four lane road. Well, yeah. So two on each side. Mm-hmm. And up ahead of us, we see flashing lights, you know, oh. police lights. Sure. Cars are braking in front of us. And we're just like, oh, good God, what in the world is going on here? And we get up to the spot, and here it's one of those stupid uh, uh, drink drinking. Oh, the uh, checkpoints. Road checkpoint. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or maybe it was drinking. I don't really know. Yeah. Uh, but it was a checkpoint. Yeah. And so... Where it's funneled into this big dirt parking lot. Yeah, yeah. And this uh, sheriff's deputy comes up to my window, and she wraps her thumb against my yeah. window and roll it down. And she's she's like, well, I need your license, I need registration, I need yeah. your insurance, all this stuff. Yeah. Well, it's a brand new vehicle. Sure. So you don't get your insurance. Yeah, right like away. day one. I mean, yeah. we literally had this vehicle for like, Two days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I, I hand over my license, and I don't have my registration yet. Mm-hmm. I don't have my insurance yet. I'm like, I don't, I don't have that stuff. And she's yeah. like, what are you talking about? I'm like, well, my wife and I literally just bought this vehicle yeah. two, three days ago. Yeah. And she looks at me, and she immediately sees, you know, I'm out of state. Mm-hmm. And she leans over and looks at my buddy in the passenger seat, and she's like, is he from... Shakes his head. No, he's from Minnesota. Yeah. We start talking, and she's like, "Well, we're gonna have to set you aside. We're gonna have to pull you." Aside. <laughs> I just realized I have to make an edit. Yeah. Um, and so we we get pulled aside, and she's like, "Well, I need proof that this is your vehicle." Yeah. And so here it is. I don't know. It's like eleven thirty at night, <laughs> and I call Sarah. Yeah. My wife. I'm like, I need proof that this is our vehicle. And she's like, what are you talking about? And this deputy's shining her flashlight in the window. Yeah. I'm on the phone. And I'm trying to explain to her what's going on. Yeah. She's like, we don't have anything. Yeah, nothing. So she's like, wait. So my mother-in-law was our insurance agent. Yeah. She's like, I'll call my mom. Yeah. Or send her a text or something. Let her know that you're going to call her. Yeah, yeah. So I had hung up the phone, waited like a few minutes yeah call my mother-in-law yeah again it's like 11 30 yeah yeah yeah. and it i'm like i need you to do something yeah send something i don't know what you're and so ended up she had to like talk to the to the deputy to say you know i'm the insurance agent yeah yeah and it basically the deputy was going to I think was ready to like arrest us. Arrest you guys. Possibly yeah. having a stolen, stolen vehicle. vehicle. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's obviously that car was not reported stolen. Well, right. You know, and I'm like, yeah, yeah. let's see. My license says I'm from Minnesota. Mm-hmm. The buddy I'm riding with ended up having to show his license. Yeah. They have temporary plates on the car. You know, the temporary paper, plates, paper plates showed we're from Minnesota. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, come on. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, it ended up being like 45 minutes. Jeez. Now, I'm going to tell everybody 
that I'm making an edit to this because I accidentally slipped. It's a nice thing to be not being live. Yeah, exactly right. So you're not going to know uh, this, but there's going to be an edit. Yeah, yeah. Because I actually gave away where we're going. Yeah, you did. A little bit. So, needless to say, sucks to be you guys. Um, <laughs> but that is my story about the last time I, well, not the yeah. last time, one of the times that I yeah. was at the place we were going. Yeah, well, there you go. For a soccer game. Um, uh, I'll bring up another thing about this place we're going. That we will potentially have a uh, special guest. Uh, yes. We potentially have a special guest uh, who will be in the same city as us when we're there. Right. And uh, so, yeah, that's maybe affiliated with the opposing team. Maybe affiliated with absolutely no one. Maybe, maybe, affiliate, maybe it's just, uh, just uh, somebody I know. Yeah. You know, you never know. Yep. You know? Could be a so. superstar. Yeah. Yeah. Could be. Yeah. And we've already, re- have we already revealed that it's a MLS yeah, it's yes. MLS City. Yeah, yeah. we're not going to like Winnipeg, and we've all we've all been to this city yeah. Yeah. team yeah. and yeah. watched the team. Yeah. yeah, actually, the special guest is Barry Manilow. I'm just kidding; it's not Barry Manilow. I talked to him. I would too. Yeah, I like the guy. Be interesting guy. I like his whole his, his great songs. Um, no, so we we have the Madison trip set up. That's not special. Uh, super special trip is happening. I'm not going to talk about where we're going, but yep. that's happening. So uh, we have we have two. Road trips this year, yeah, which is amazing. And then on top of that, we're all going to be at opening game April thirteenth right. at Allianz Field. So we have three big events, right? And potentially there are some talks. Might be a special podcast before opening game. We're kind of yeah, we're tr- we're, we're kind figuring of that. figuring that out, seeing Feeling if we can do it. You know. Uh, we kind of brought it up last night uh, to the guys at uh, True North Elite because they're going to be at Dual Citizen. Yeah, I think we're going to go to Dual Citizen before the game, so hopefully we can work something out. If we can't, yeah. no big deal. But if we can, we'll try to do one there too. And it honestly, it might be interesting. This is completely off the top of my head. Yeah, it might be interesting to try to do a live. Yeah, it could. Yeah, we could try to do a live. But that would depend on Dual Citizen giving us bandwidth. Yeah, so yeah, it would. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to stream that via yeah. my cell phone. No, 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 no. That'd be bad. You have to go over their Wi-Fi. Yeah. So which we're gonna, we'll, we'll, we'll chat about it. We got a couple months or one month. Sorry. Yeah. Was a couple months. My bad. Several weeks. So we got we got April, May, June, July. We got things going on. Yeah. August. We get, we got things going on pretty much every month. I think. Yeah. It's gonna be crazy. Um, so let's get away from soccer to end this podcast a little bit. Uh, Sterling, you want to talk about a, um, a news story you saw, which ties into something that happened to you last night. Loosely. Well, loosely, <laughs> yes. Because, yeah, you can talk, say the story, and then we'll go from there. Yeah, so, you know, we've been, well, you kind of started it with mm-hmm. your zombie yeah. apocalypse of what cities are best for. And let's briefly... Zombies, again, we're good in Minneapolis still because it's way too cold and the snowbanks are way too high for zombies to get around. Yes. Even right now on March 3rd. Especially. Yeah. So we're good to go. Okay. It's gotten worse since the yeah, last yeah. So continue with your story. So in India, and unfortunately, I'd love to tell you what city this is. Um, but I can't pronounce it. Seriously, this is like the worst day for pronunciation. <laughs> uh, Bargar? Bargar? B-A-R-G-A-R-H. Now, Stevens, you've been Bargra. to India. Bagra. Bagra. Yeah. Oh, okay. 
Um, so this this guy uh, went to use the ATM. Mm-hmm. And sitting atop this ATM is a massive cobra snake. <laughs> and it's, it's just, and there's a video with this news story. I, typically. I highly yeah. recommend typically, yeah, yeah. trying to find this video. Because yeah. it's literally just an ATM yeah. with a cobra mounted above it. <laughs> his, his, uh, what do they call that? The sides. Oh, it's, I of, know the name of it. You know, I keep wanting to say King King Cobra, but I believe all yeah, cobras have the, those. Yeah, I mean, they're essentially yeah like I can't ears, think of the name of those, but, but yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so the, the, but he's flared the out. He's flared out. Yeah, flared, flared out. out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's up. And yeah. You can see him curled up, but it, he's up yeah. by a foot and a half off the... Yeah. ATM just staring and kind of moving side to side on the camera. Yeah. And it, needless to say, the guy ran off. Of course he did. <laughs> I mean, it, there's bystanders behind him. Yeah. He just takes off. Yeah. And apparently later called the authorities. and Sure. Somebody came in to get the, get the snake. They're a cobra on ATM. Cobra yeah, on ATM. I feel like, I mean, I'm not sure where you got that story, but I feel like if this was, if you were reading this in an Indian paper in India, it would be kind of like back page news. Yeah. You know, it, I, I feel like some of these kind of things would happen. Dog, they yeah. do happen all the time. Dog bites man type yeah. of deal. Yeah. It happens Snake all the time. Man. Yeah, this yeah. is UPI, which is, they do odd news. Right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I just, I, I don't think that's odd news in India. But, but it, being from the United States, I think about walking up to an ATM. And then seeing a big king cobra on top of it, and going, uh, "I want to get money, but, but right, I'm being stopped. yeah, you know." And maybe it's a sign. Maybe the guy was exactly. Maybe the guy didn't have a lot of money, and he shouldn't be taking money out anyways. Right. But they have sent a sign from the heavens. Right. Put this cobra there and say, "Don't get money out." Now this is where you need to have one of those long arms. With oh the yeah, claws. the claw things. So yeah. You can, like clip it and feed it in, and yeah, like, tap your. Yeah. Pull it out. I yeah. would totally do that if that was the case. Yeah. So this kind of ties into what happened to you last night a little bit. Yeah. So yesterday I decided to go to the Home and Garden Show. I decided to mm. do some adulting. How? By the way, how was the Home and Garden Show? You know, it's big. Yeah. Um, you know, we need a new driveway. Yeah, so do I. We're talking about an addition to the house. Really? Yeah. I need get? a new grill. Well, gr- grills you can get, like, just get a one off Amazon. Oh, like, I want something nice, though. What, are you talking about, like, a built-in grill? Maybe. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. And so, on top of that, we want some landscaping, too. Okay, yeah. Overall, I thought it was pretty good. Yeah. I mean, I had free tickets, so. Sure, sure. I mean, otherwise, it's like 14 bucks. How was, I'm sorry, how was the, was there any problems with lighting or electrical work in there? No. Because my company I work for, we do, we're now the electricians that do all the events out there. Oh, yeah. And that was at the Minneapolis Convention Center. Center. So, so we do was, all that. It yeah. seemed good. Good. Yeah. I'm glad because, you know, we just started yeah. doing that. So mm-hmm. I want to make sure it's okay. That's, and I, that's basically like a hop, skip, and a jump away from uh, Finnegan's, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So. And, and so I, I lifted down there mm-hmm. and figured, you know, that way I don't have to worry about drinking too much at Finnegan's. Yeah. And, you know, I talked to a few people. Interestingly enough, one of the pavement companies that I talked to, I was talking to the to the lady for a while, and I, I believe she was the wife of the owner. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, she looks at me and she's like, "She asked me what I you know was doing the rest of the day." And she's yeah. like, "Oh wait, you're, you're wearing a Minnesota United yeah. jersey." And she's like, four season ticket holders." Oh, nice. And so we ended up talking for like five ten minutes about nice, nice. Minnesota United and Allianz Field and all mm-hmm. that stuff. Uh, but so after I did all my stuff, found absolutely no information on better grills other than. You know, a $3,000 one that I was not going to buy. Well, um, and decided to 
head on over to Finnegan's. Mm-hmm. So use the Skyway because it wasn't that nice out. Yeah, it was stuck cold yesterday. Um, and I was like, well, I should get cash. Mm-hmm. So go on. You know, the nice thing about phones is you can type in U.S. Bank ATM. Sure, find wherever you want. And I was like, oh, there's one right here. So yeah. I took the Skyway all the way over. Mm-hmm. Get my money out. Mm-hmm. Walk all the way to Finnegan's. Mm-hmm. Get my beer. Sit down. Waited until uh, True North Elite was ready for their membership stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Walk over, get my scarf, mm-hmm. get my membership card, sit back down, take a drink. Yeah. Slip my membership card in my wallet, and I'm like, wait. Oh, oh whoops. What? My membership card should not go in this slot because <laughs> there should be an ATM, be an ATM card, card there. Or check card, I guess. Mm-hmm, ATM mm-hmm. And I was like, shit. Well, the last place I used the card was the yeah. ATM yeah. in the Skyway. So it was, you know, it had been like a 15-minute walk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It had already been 15 minutes walk. Plus yeah. Probably 20 minutes. And there was no Cobra on that machine, right? There was no Cobra on okay. that machine. Okay, right. make sure, make sure. Yeah. Um, so I spent like the the next half hour on the phone with the U.S. Bank, <laughs> canceling my credit or my check card, and they were like asking me every single so, damn transaction I've made. Yeah, and they're like, "So did you make this six dollar <laughs> charge at such and such?" And I'm like, "Yeah." I'm like, God, I don't know. I, like, did it happen after the ATM? And they're like, "No." And I was like, "Well, then I don't care." Right? <laughs> I hate that. Obviously, I did. <laughs> so. Long story short, yeah. ATM ate my card. Mm-hmm. Had to cancel my card. Except the bad thing is, is my Lyft app is connected <laughs> to connected your card. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So all of a sudden, I was like, I can't go home. Yeah. Without setting up a new card on my Lyft. Yeah. App. You're done. Luckily, Johnny came to the rescue. Yeah, he said both, and uh, he took me home. But yeah. The funny thing, so the funny thing about this story is, so years ago, every ATM machine used to be you put your card in and it ate it, yep. and then when you were done, it pop it out. And there were so many issues. My parents had a TCF bank card, and their card got eaten like once every two months. It was like ridiculous. But nowadays, you, most of the machines are you just slip it in and you pull it right back out. Right. And there's not a lot of machines out there where you put it in and yeah. it eats it. You know, so this is obviously an older machine. Yeah, and you know, honestly. I, it was such an obscure area of the Skyway yeah. that I could have probably walked back and it would have been there. Yet, yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah. But so you lost your card. And yeah. uh, and then we, it, to, to finalize the point, it's funny that we all, you know, we're in this technology-driven world now. So your card is set up to your, and just like mine with Uber is my TCF bank card yeah. is set up with Uber. So if I lost my card, I couldn't get an Uber. Right. I couldn't do this. I couldn't do that. It's set up through my PlayStation account and PayPal and all that type right. of stuff. So we're all technology, but if you lose one little piece of plastic, exactly yeah. everything goes down. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you speak. T- we're we're so close to the point where you won't even need to carry that. Yeah. piece of plastic. I mean, you basically almost don't with your. Yeah, phone, you don't. You know, yeah, you with your phone, you don't. No, well, that's man. true. Yeah. Yeah, we're we're close. We're not quite yeah. there yet. Yeah, but. and it, you know what's worse is, got home and I was like, oh shit, now I have to change my PayPal. Yeah, yeah, and all like, that stuff. Yeah. What else do I have set up to? That? I'm like, I yep. don't even know what I have set oh, up yeah. to that card yeah, anymore. Yeah. It's it's it sucks, man. It yeah. sucks. And um, I would like I, I'm kind of proud to say that this is the first I've had the same check card number. Yeah. Since I started with US Bank, which was 
like 2007. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's. I I've almost had, know it by heart by now. Yeah, same thing with my TCF card. I've had that forever. Yeah. I never lost it, you know, fingers crossed, you know. Um, but yeah, again, it's one of those things where if you lose it, you kind of get, you, you kind of understand yeah. that everything's always, always, already, it's all connected now. Yeah. You know, it's not like back in the day where you lost it and nothing, when my parents would lose it, it was like, well, I can't get money out of a cash machine. Right. I was walking to the bank and a new card. Yeah. You know, it's not connected to anything because it wasn't electronic. Now it's, everything's connected. You're like, oh, shit, I lose my card. They give me a new card, new numbers, and da 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 Crazy. Yep. So... With that said, guys, uh, anything else you guys want to talk about? I think we're no. I, I, I think, think we're we, good. I think we should just mention real briefly, though, that the next uh, Loons game is uh, yeah. a week from yesterday, next okay. Saturday, the ninth. It's actually yep. at uh, seven o'clock Central Time versus San Jose. Okay. Um, and, and yeah, and I don't know if you're going to say this, but uh, if you're curious or interested, I would absolutely recommend going to Finnegan's. Yeah. Uh, to, yeah. to join and check out oh, yeah, the yeah. True great, North Elite great watch times. party. Great um, times. They even sang Wonderwall after we won. We did. That I mean, was it, fun. Was, it was fun. And it, I think everyone pretty much sang on key. Yeah, I think they did. I mean, of course, we've all had well, my alcohol. My lousy singing was drowned out by everybody else's. Oh, so. I did have my scarf upside down, which Corey pointed out right away. Yes. And told me, hey, you're upside down. I'm like, oh, sorry. Yeah. My bad. And then I actually lowered mine later to make sure that it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I don't do that much. Yeah. You know, I'm not a... I like True North Elite. I'm a, you know, they're great guys. I'm not a big fan club guy. Yeah. You know? You're kind of a laid back kind of guy. I'm a laid back guy. I like to yell at the screen. I like to be kind of obnoxious. I don't want to chant all the time. I want to be yelling at things and being angry. Yeah, you know, I'm looking forward to it a little bit. Yeah. Because I don't really do it a lot. Mm Mm-hmm. You know? So it's kind of nice to be able to yell at something other than my kid. Yeah. That's about right, yeah, yeah. That's about right. Not that I yell at my kid that much. Oh, don't lie. All the time. The new baby boy you got, you know, yelling at him already? <laughs> no, not yet. Are you, now, are you, are you showing him games a little bit? Um, like, you put well, him in I've front really of the... Well, I've really had. Well, but I mean, like, like last night's game. So today, we're going to go home, and I would take him in his little seat and put him up towards the TV and be like, this is what soccer looks like. You well, see? yeah, I don't want to do that because I don't want to rewatch the game now that we've had the podcast. Oh, yeah, I suppose. Yeah. 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 Uh, but next week, okay. I will because okay. I'll be home. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Let me make it watch the game with you. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, guys, uh, great pod again. Um, no, nothing else to say. We're yeah. here from, uh, I'm going to say it one more time, LaDonna Cerveceria. Very Perfect good. again. You've in Minneapolis. It. Um, again, I want to thank Sergio for having us out. He's been They've been a great host here. There are more people have come in, uh, but, again, it's so flipping cold outside. Nobody wants to leave their house. You just wouldn't expect it on March 3rd as we oh, record Like this. I said, we're going to break a record, 156-year record for the coldest March day ever. And, yeah, it's, uh, uh, it's currently zero. Zero, yeah. and I think the record was uh, three. Well, you know, I think the good news as we sit here in March, early, very early March, is there's only, what, two or three months of winter left. So. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. my biggest concern, guys, before we go here, is April 13th is the game. And it better not be flipping cold, and it better not have a snowstorm to it, because we're opening a new stadium, and I want it to be a yeah. perfect day. Well. I want it to be like 50 or 60 degrees. I want to go to dual citizen. Well, I don't think it's ever that temperature. That, that being I'm said, saying, I mean, you know, maybe you know, maybe you might as well put Allianz Field to the test right away. Get another snowfall uh, like we no, did last year. I don't in want April, that. I don't want it. I mean, we we had probably 
20 oh. inches of snow after April 13th. Yeah. Was it the 15th or 16th? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I can't, yeah. I and mean, we were talking about it last night. It just doesn't seem uh, right. April. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So, again, um, I hope it's not bad. But yeah. So, everybody, for myself, Tony Permanenzi, for Dave Stevens and Dave Sterling, we'll talk to you guys in two weeks. Good to see you. time to go back to work. There's a lot to do. We have things to make, stuff to build, cargo to ship, customers to serve. So grab a five-hour energy and get ready. For 16 years, through good times and bad, five-hour energy has been there helping hard-working people get stuff done. It's time to go back to work. Let's roll up our sleeves and get going. For more information and to order online, visit 5hourenergy.com. Shannon took a calculated, data-driven leap of faith. Using the prescriptive data modeling she learned at the Business Analytics Program online at Grand Canyon University, Shannon is able to bring transformative insights to leadership. Data drives innovation in today's world. Data scientists like Shannon provide efficiencies to help reach more customers more often. What do you think business analytics looks like? GCU offers over 175 high-quality online programs like this one. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu.